scrambles He's left, winds up, runs the ball. He's got time at the 10 to the 5. Yes. To the end zone. Touchdown. And a dagger. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Hello, welcome Bucks fans. Welcome to the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy Podcast, Bucks Trilogy Podcast. I am your host, Scott the Vanilla Gorilla. I'm here with my dude Trevor. You can find him on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. Not with us today is Tyler T Plush, but you can still find him on Twitter at Tyler Kurth. Um, you can find our podcast on Twitter at Trilogy underscore pod. You can also help us promote the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy on Patreon. Uh, $2, $5, or $10 monthly payments can help support us. Uh, each payment level unlocks membership benefits that include priority for questions, shoutouts, um, bonus podcasts, and exclusive game day group chats. Uh, so head over there to help support our trilogy podcast trevor how are you doing today uh i'm doing pretty well i mean if you just go off of the bucks record that's about how i'm doing so that's that's more than pretty well that's that's extremely well yeah yep can't complain nice (laughs) nice well we uh we looked and last bucks episode we did was over two months ago so I apologize for our active listeners for that long hiatus. It's been a pretty wild 2020, let me tell you. But we're back. Um, Bucks are currently 48 and eight. They're destroying opponents by an average of 12.4 points per game. Currently have the current MVP front runner, who is leading our team towards 20, uh, 20 70 wins. But uh, we have a tough schedule coming up. In the next 10 games, we face the Raptors, Thunder, Heat, Pacers, Lakers, Nuggets, and Celtics, and three other crap teams. Um, I know that you got to beat the best to be the best, but an easier road in the playoffs makes for a more likely championship win. Now, Trevor... The Bucks can clinch their playoff berth tonight, February 23rd, if Washington loses to the Bulls. Now they're both pretty bad, so that's kind of a toss-up there. But uh, if not, we will get our chance to clinch tomorrow when we visit the Wizards in Washington. So with 26 games left and the number one seed basically locked up, um, knock on wood, I've been wondering, what would our ideal playoff bracket look like in the East? So, Trevor, um, we're going we're gonna to run through 
the contenders for the Eastern playoff spots. There's, uh, I'll throw eight contenders in there. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to re review some important stats for each of them, and then we're going to kind of lay out what our ideal bracket would look like. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds good. I think it's absolutely wild that the Bucks can clinch. I know it's just a playoff spot, but that's wild. On February 23rd, we can clinch a playoff spot. Yeah. No, it's, it's a testament to how crappy the – Eastern teams can be, but honestly, the, it's not like the Western teams are blowing us out of the water. You got Memphis as the eighth seed, um, and they're twenty-eight and eight. Magic are twenty-four and thirty-two. They're our eighth seed, so they're four games behind them. But East, I mean, as it has been for a while, is more always been more of a front-loaded conference. Yeah. It, it is impressive, though. You look at the top six teams in the East. I mean, the Pacers are the sixth seed as of right now, and they almost have a 60% win percentage. So it's not like these teams are bad. Right now they're at 58.9%. So, I mean, these teams in the East aren't terrible. And, yeah, they are front-loaded. Everyone after the Pacers are not particularly good by any means. But... I do think it's interesting um, how formidable that top six is, I feel like. it's There's definitely flaws on each of those teams, and there's reasons why a lot of these teams in the East do not really scare me if I'm a Bucks fan, and I am. Um, a lot of these teams don't really scare me, but if you look at the records, there's a lot of good teams in the East. One through six are, are pretty damn good. Right. And so with that said, with us basically having a number one seed, worst case scenario, we maybe fall down to number two. I, it's not going to happen. I'm just saying worst case scenario. Either way, we have a, a walkthrough of a first round. We play either the Brooklyn Nets, the, um, the Orlando Magic, or maybe possibly the Washington Wizards. So <laughs> neither of those teams has above a 500 record. So I don't see the first round being an issue for the Bucks. So with that being said, which of those teams would you prefer to face in the first round? Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, I don't really care. Like you said, I think... <laughs> Any of those teams, it should be, should be, again, knock on wood, it should be pretty much a walkthrough four-game series in that first round. So if I had to say maybe the Magic, if I had a preference, but there's not much of a preference over the other two teams that could possibly be the eighth seed. Okay, so here's just a couple stats from each of the teams. We'll start with the Nets there. Currently 26 and 29. Uh, they average 110.5 points per game, and their opponents average 110.6 points per game. Um, their three point percentage is not very good. They're 25th in the league right now, but they do have a solid defense. They got a uh, number seven defensive rating. So that is, that is 
noticeable um, for being one of the poorer teams in the hunt. Um, they do have a solid defense. They are going to be missing their two best players and Kyrie and KD. They'll be out for the rest of the season. So honestly, I think with Kyrie out, that actually makes their defense better, in my opinion. But obviously that takes away a huge part of their scoring. Um, looking at the Magic, they're 24 and 32 right now, 104 points per game, and 105.7 opponents points per game. They're even worse at three-point percentage. They're 28th in the league, but they're fourth in blocks um, with an eight uh, overall defensive rating. So they're right behind the Nets in defense rating. They're 26th in offensive rating, and I think a big part of that is because they're 28th in pace. So they really slow the ball down, which is the opposite of the Bucks. They're really run and gun. Um, so with that being said, does that change your mind at all, Nets or Magic? <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> like I said, I, I really do not think the first round should be on much of Bucks fans' minds. That should not be a concern. Okay. Well, so then let me rephrase this. Um, with the Raptors currently number two in the league, maybe the Celtics overtake them. Um, who do you think is, would you have a preference on one of those two teams taking on the Raptors in the first round? You think either one of them could give them a matchup problem? Hmm. I mean, I don't – the Raptors are going to win that series in terms of who could make it a little bit of a series, and by a little bit of a series, it's five games at max six. I don't see it going that far, though. Um, a team that might be able to squeak a win, I, right now I would say the Nets, um, but a team in the Magic who blocks a lot of shots, I think that could be – um, a big role too so I would probably say the Nets just because I feel like they're just a little bit better of a basketball team at this point in the season but in all reality I, again just like the Bucks first round series I think the matchup isn't going to matter much and if it does it's going to be one game I do not see any of these three teams Nets, Magic or the Wizards being able to win more than more than one game against either the Raptors, the Celtics, or the Bucks. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I gave I gave the Magic the slight edge. Um, as far as teams I would prefer not to play, I, I give them the tiny edge over the Nets. So I chalked up the Nets at eight, and then the Magic at seven. Um, just just because the Magic, yeah, they're a slow defensive oriented team um and the nets just with their injuries i i think that's a lot for them to carry on down the stretch anyways why don't we move on then to the next um we talked about the 1-8 matchup we we basically touched on the 2-7 matchup but who do you think is going to come out or who would you prefer to take that number two seed you got the Raptors at 41 and 15, the Celtics 39 17. Um, you got the Heat 36 and 20, and then the 76ers 35 and 22. So 
There's a six and a half game gap between the Raptors and the 76ers. I'm going to go so, on a limb and say the 76ers do not catch up to the two seed. I, I would say that too. I Realistically, this is a two-team race. It's the Raptors or the Celtics. And for me, this is who is the better team. And that team that you think is the better team or more of a problem for the Bucks, you want as the three seed. And what whatever that I, people's opinions on this can vary whether they think the Raptors are more of an issue or the Celtics are more of an issue um, personally I would probably say the Raptors I really think that they are a better basketball team um, so I would say I'd rather have the Raptors as the three do I think it's really likely I mean they're nine and one in their last ten obviously that stuff can change but We'll see. I'd prefer the Raptors as three because that means if you're the three seed, you have to play the six seed, and that's kind of where the tougher opponents start. And as of right now, that's the Pacers. I would not be surprised if that's the 76ers by the time the playoffs roll around. Um, So, like I said, whoever you think is the better of those two teams, I think that's the team you want in the three seed. Um, But both of those teams are... For my money, kind of on the same level. They're kind of the same tier, and the Bucks are just above them. So I'm not all too worried about either of those teams. <laughs> all right, so which one are you saying is number two then? I, I'll put the Celtics at two, Raptors okay. at three. Okay. I do think that home court advantage is going to be huge in these playoffs. You look at the top five teams in the East – Bucks are 26 and 3 at home, Toronto's 22 and 7, Boston 23 and 5. Then you got Miami 23 and 3 and Philadelphia 26 and 2. So those two teams are those are they're probably going to be going to war for that number 4 seed honestly cuz they got to face each other. Neither one is great away. Um they both have sub 500 records away so <laughs> they're gonna fight really hard for that four seed but anyways i um i don't know it's tough because the number two seed lucks out because they earn home court advantage plus they don't have to play the fa- pacers or sixers so they'd get a, a nice walk through in the first round again Ugh, i really debate between the celtics and the raptors who who I would want to avoid the most. I want to say I want I want to avoid the Celtics more, but I really don't want to estrate, underestimate the Raptors again. I'm scared yeah, to do that's, it. That's the exact reason why I picked the Raptors as the team that I'd rather see have that three seed and have to face either, at this point, the Pacers or the 76ers. <sighs> yeah, but the Celtics are pretty damn good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be tough. Anyways, so we picked Raptors at number two. All right, so we got our 1-8 matchup, and then we got our 2-7 matchup. Let's go. That I assume that is going to oh, – sorry, you picked Celtics. So you want Raptors at three, right? Yep, yep. And you think Raptors are going to take the three seed? Yes, sir. Okay. 
All right, so then we got to look at four, five, and six. We got the 76ers, the Heat, and the Pacers. Why don't we jump to the four seed? Who of those three teams do you think is going to earn the fourth seed? I I mean, kind of, if you haven't guessed already, my thoughts on the Sixers are I have zero faith in them. Um, I know there's talent on that team, but it's just, it doesn't, there's something that doesn't work. There's a bunch of talent, but it just doesn't work. So I'm going to say the Sixers are going to end up being the sixth seed, but that's still going to make that 3-6 matchup really good because they are talented. They can still win games. They can probably win a series. I would not think they would win more than one, but I do think they could probably win one and make at least that first, maybe the first and the second, very interesting series. Um, But right now... They just don't have it together. They are, if they're at home, yeah, they're great. 26 and 2. And away, 9 and 20. So they are just atrocious on the road. And and that's the reason why I think it's going to be tough for them to be able to maintain um, any sort of consistency. So I'll put them at 6. I'll put the Pacers at 5. And then the Heat, where they are right now. Um, at four and if you kind of look at the differential it kind of bears itself out the heats right as of right now have a positive 3.4 differential Um, the pacers who i said will jump the 76ers and get to the five seed had a 2.3 and then the sixers 2.1 so and actually if you go all the way up all of my teams six through one all go in order in differential so hmm. i mean a way to think I'm, for yourself bud I, i'm really smart i didn't even know that until <laughs> i just looked at it actually it, this i did not look at this stat beforehand <laughs> but that just proves how smart i am scott and how lucky you are to have me true true this would be <laughs> shit without you um, so okay with that being said you you think the heat would take the four and the Pacers would take five. Now, like I said before, we're, I want to see what your ideal bracket would look like. So assumptions aside, but also looking in the realm of possibility, what would you want the 4-5 matchup to be? And and that's that's the most important one, right? Yeah, at least in for terms us. of the Bucks. Yeah, because that's who the second round is going to be. Yeah, and it's not um, going to be a slouch of a team. No, it's not. I so what I said I think is going to happen, and what I want to happen is that's the seedings I want. So it would be Bucks, Celtics, Raptors, Heat, Pacers, Sixers. Then who cares? Um, so I I do think that it'll be Heat Pacers. That's kind of the matchup I want because I think those two teams are going to beat up on each other a little bit. I think it's going to be at least six games, even if it's Heat 76ers or Heat Pacers. I think those teams are going to beat up on each other a little bit. And I think that's going to be the most beneficial for the Bucks. They get, they get done in four. That other team, whoever wins, I... If I had to guess, I would say the Heat um, get through in six or seven games. So that's 
That's what I'm thinking in that 4-5 matchup. Heat, Pacers, Heat make it through probably in six. Um, if we get lucky, maybe they have to go to a seventh. But that's what I'm thinking with that one. And that's, I mean, I underestimated the Heat for a long time, ever since LeBron left, basically. And Spolstra just always has a good team there. And they that concerns me that actually that team, for some reason it just seems like can shut down yeah well not really shut down slow down Giannis and they it always seems like they can do it it's not just like the Thad Young game where he did it once it just always seems like Giannis has a tough time against the Heat so that second round series against the Heat who I do think are going to make it to the second round actually concerns me more than whoever the Bucks would see in the East Finals yeah uh I would agree I I switched mine up a bit. Um, do I think this is going to happen? No, but this is my kind of hope. I I would like it to be a Heat-Pacers matchup. Um, I mean, if the Pacers could somehow steal the four seed, that'd be awesome. They're only three games back on the Heat. Um, but I, I don't want to play the Heat. Really, because Spolstra, he's a great coach. Um, the Heat are number two in three-point percentage, and if you know the books, which you all do, we allow a lot of three-point shots, and I think the Heat can tear us apart there. Um, they're number seven in offensive rating, 14 in defense rating, so that's middle of the road. And they're number two in rebound percentage, which is right behind the Bucks. so... A team that rebounds well, defends well, um, pretty well, um, and then can shoot the ball. That that does scare me. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, did I say Pacers Heat matchup four five? Yeah, I think so. Sorry, I wanted Pacers Sixers matchup four five. Um, okay. And then honestly, that doesn't totally matter to me which one the Seventy Sixers are because if they take the f- if they take the fifth seed. They might suck it up away in their away games and lose because they don't have home court advantage. Um, but if they're number one, then we got them in the second round. Um, well, so Pacers, 76ers match up there. I think the Heat would give the Celtics a ton of fits. Or Celtics or Raptors, whoever takes third. Um, so that would be that would be pretty ideal for us. Plus, I think... I honestly think honestly think whoever gets four or five between those three teams they're gonna beat up on each other hard because those are three teams that go hard um yeah really hard i mean the 76ers maybe not as hard but since they don't shoot so many threes they're driving a lot they're defending really aggressively um so those that'll be a fun matchup no matter who makes it there the one the one thing that we didn't really talk about, I talked about it with the 76ers, was their home away splits. And then you look at the Heat. The Heat are kind of the same thing, not quite as drastic, but they're 23-3 and at home, and they're 13-17 and on the road. Yeah. So they're under 500 on the road. So that 4-5 matchup, that home court advantage is going to be huge. If the Pacers get into that 4-5 matchup, they're kind of more neutral. They're 19 and 10 at home, 14 and 13 on the road. So they're able to win 
away. Um, so I feel like that could be important, but that's kind of an interesting, uh, tidbit there with basically if it's heat 76ers, whoever gets the four seed is going to come out of that. And they're going to come out of it in seven because no one can win when they're not in their home home arena because both of those records are not good at all and that'll be definitely something to watch if especially if those two are the teams that get into that um that four or five matchup right exactly so i mean when you look at all these matchups and you look at the bucks only have eight losses yeah but four of those losses one from the heat one to the Celtics, those two were really early on. Then you got one to the 76ers on that dud of a Christmas Day game. And then you had the Pacers game where we lost right before the All-Star break. So it's not like it's not like we're going to whoop ass throughout the whole playoffs. I mean, these are teams that have shown that they can beat us. Um, granted, again, the Pacers were 2-1 against them. 76ers were now two and one against them. Um, Celtics were one and one. I believe we've only played the Heat once. Yeah, we've only played the Heat once so far. So we got some matchups coming that will be big. Um, and then, of course, the Raptors we played once, and that's the only team we haven't lost to yet. But we have three more matchups with them. So. It's going to be a dogfight of a playoffs besides the 1-8 and 2-7 matchups, but um, it should be an exciting year. I got yeah, I, th- I got a lot of high hopes, but of course, being a Bucks fan, we've always got some trepidation there. <laughs> Just look at last year. But I think um, lots of good things have happened. We're a deeper team. Giannis is shooting the ball more confidently. So when the Raptors try to wall him up, um, that might not work as well. Um, but I was watching the Celtics-Lakers game today, and they were they were talking about how the Celtics and um, Raptors were um, dogging it out just, just to get a um, higher seed to avoid playing the Bucks early in the playoffs. So that's kind of cool to hear nationally televised broadcasters talking about how all the other teams are scared to play the Bucks when the Bucks aren't even playing. So times are a changing and it's good. Yeah. You got I mean the good th- the good thing for the Bucks is if those two teams continue to play well, they are going to continue to be on the opposite side of the bracket. So that's the good news um you said this is going to be a dogfight in the East. I, Outside of, like you said, that 1-8 and the 2-7, it's going to be a really, really fun East. Just playoffs. The Eastern playoffs are going to be fun. The West is going to be fun as well. Um, obviously, as a Bucks fan, oh, I pay yeah. a little bit more attention to the East. So I just feel like it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, that 3-6 and that 4-5 in the first round are going to be a lot of fun. I do think that the Bucks aren't going to walk to the East Finals or the NBA Finals. Um, I think teams are going to give them a little bit of a fight. But honestly, I do think the Bucks are just 
kind of on a different level than the rest of these teams in a seven-game series. I really do not see a team that is able to put together a string of games that they're able to win four of seven. I Just the talent on the Bucks team is too good in the East. I think there are some teams in the West that could give them some problems, and obviously we wouldn't have to worry about that till the uh, NBA Finals. But overall, I think in the East... I'm just going to call it right now. The most the Bucks are going to go to is a game six. That's it. East finals included. That's the most they're going to go to until the NBA finals. Okay. That's the most they went to last last year too. Yeah, but they're going to make it to the NBA finals, Scott. <laughs> All right. Last question. Who are they going to play in the finals? Uh, my, my heart says anyone other than the Lakers but my my brain is telling me the Lakers it's going to be Bucks Lakers LeBron and Giannis yeah I feel like it's it's a picturesque ending matchup LeBron and the Lakers against Giannis and the Bucks you would have asked me preseason I would have said the Bucks and the Clippers and I still think that's a possibility Um, I think it's going to be one of the LA teams that are that's the top two out of the West for me, at least. I think those are the top two teams. Um, so either the Lakers or the Clippers. And by God, I don't want to see Kawhi again. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, the La- the Clippers have battled through a lot of injuries. Kawhi and Paul George missing time. I guess I shouldn't really say Kawhi's injuries and sitting to avoid injuries. Um, but, yeah. One of the late, one of the LA teams is going to make it, and I'm just going to assume LeBron is enough of a deciding factor to put them over everybody. Oh, All can, right, can we please get uh, Lakers Clippers finals though, or West finals? I think Lakers Clippers in the West, and then Bucks Raptors in the East. Yeah, and that is. Giannis is able to beat the Raptors again. Well, not Kawhi there, but still. Giannis mm-hmm. gets the Bucks to the finals, and then Kawhi and PG get the Clippers to the finals, and Giannis does him one better and beats him in the finals this year. That's that's what's gonna happen. Book it. That Book that it. would be a storybook ending. Yeah, I really do want the Raptors to make it to the finals and us as well. I I want us. Yeah, I want to East them. Oh God damn it, Trevor! I want <laughs> I want to sweep them so bad. I want to win all four games and the last one in Toronto. And then Giannis just like whips it out and is like, yeah, fuck you. And then we go on and win. <laughs> that's that's my dream. We can all dream. <laughs> that was all amazing. Right. <laughs> all right. You got a, yeah, right in Drake's face. Um, yes. Uh, you got any last thoughts on playoffs and now we're still a ways away but i mean i i think it's crazy from now i'm gonna be straight up with our audience here i when i was younger and in high school i was not a basketball fan i wrestled my entire life up until senior year of high school that was just what i did and being a wrestler you didn't like basketball. That's just mm-hmm. what happened. So then I went to college and I met 
this dumbass I'm talking to, and he got me hooked on the Bucks. So I haven't been like a lifelong fan, so I can't say that I remember the shit in whatever 2007. I don't know, but <laughs> I can say that I did start watching my freshman year of college, um, and that was that would have been the year that Giannis was drafted would have been the first year that I started watching them. So that year they won 15 games and it is crazy to me that seven years later we are talking not, we're not even in March and we're talking that the bucks are in the playoffs and we are talking about East finals and NBA finals talk in the, in fucking February. I think it's absolutely wild that we are able to do that and please enjoy this guys because this isn't going to last forever um but just enjoy the time and hopefully we can continue to talk about this for the next five years like this that hopefully we're the next dynasty you never know um but just enjoy the ride because you never know when you're going to get another one like it and enjoy Giannis because he is phenomenal that's all I got Scott (laughs) I love it I love it. Way to bring it all together. And it's now that you mention how you started watching the Bucks, I wasn't a huge diehard fan much longer or much before that. I you want to know the player who really got me on the Bucks bandwagon? It, it oh, was James. No, it was actually John Salmons. <laughs> do you even remember him? I don't know him? who that is. He got traded to the Bucks. That was their Fear the Deer year. So um, he got traded to the Bucks from the Bulls at the trade deadline. We ended up going on a run, and that was the year that we lost to the Hawks in the first round, but we, like, we fought them really hard. That was the year Bogut went down, all that stuff. So John Salmons, we had Jerry Stackhouse, Kurt Thomas is a trash team, but we had a little bit of hope that the Bucks could win a playoff series, and everyone was so hyped. And now there's going from that little bit of hope that got us all excited to now it's everyone saying it's a guarantee that we're going to win a playoff series, almost a guarantee that we're going to make it to the finals. It's it's just an insane, insane feeling. And I know there's a lot of older Bucks fans who have been going hard for them for way longer who definitely deserve this. And I, I just hope that we can pull through and uh, at least get to the finals this year. Keep taking, if we take one step forward each year, I won't be upset um, as long as we get those two last steps in. I was going to say, we take one step forward each year. There is a NBA championship parade in June 2021. So, in oh, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. But I, I have an assumption that it might be June 2020. <laughs> I honestly think that it, it, our best chance is this year because the playing field is so level. There isn't another what? super team out there. So, but we I, said that last year too, with all the free agents yeah. that were supposed to leave the Bucks. That was like, if the Bucks are going to do it, they have to do it this year. And now we are, 
well on our way to possibly a 70 win season, which is absolutely absurd. But it, it's just, it's crazy. You never know what's going to happen. And I, I completely get what you're talking about because the Nets are going to be up there as one of the best teams in the East next year. And that's going to make things very difficult. But also it wouldn't surprise me if the Bucks do this kind of same thing next year and everyone's talking about them in the same way that they are this year so I hope I hope that they win this year but also I'm not going to put it past Bud Giannis and all of these guys that they couldn't win this year next year the following year I I, they're going to win they're just going to win for the rest of my life that's what's going to happen as long as we have Giannis yep which we will probably talk about on our next one because that seems to be the talk of everybody who's not a Bucks fan. Um, anything that Giannis says is apparently a sign that he's leaving Milwaukee. So um, we will dive a little bit deeper into that next time. But that's it for this episode of Bucks Trilogy Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for being so patient i'm sure this episode was well worth the wait trevor thanks for joining me tyler go fuck yourself um and everybody have a good night all box